I want to point out that Proverbs 18.21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue. That's huge. I'm either speaking death, I'm coming in agreement with Satan, or I'm speaking life, which means I'm coming into agreement with God. The, the power that is in the words that we speak, Jesus understood this. He understood it so much that the uh, Bible in uh, Mark 11.23 in this verse alone, the word believe is only used one time, but the word says is used three times. Three to one. Hmm. Look at this. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, but does not doubt in his heart, but believes. Now there's believes as once. Right. We've got says once. Believes that those things he says, there's the second time he uses the word says, will be done. He will have whatever he says. He only has believe in there once because I believe that it goes in line with what I've already shared with you. You already have faith. It's right. already there. You can believe it. And I don't think that, 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 that the problem is a faith problem with Christians. I think we're missing it because we're believing, but we're not saying. I think we're missing it because our mouth is not coming up into alignment with God's word. And we're not making our confession. If I, can, if I believe with my heart, right, under righteousness, but if I confess with my, and if I confess with my mouth unto salvation, we're not using the two side by side. No. We've always taken Romans 9, um, and Romans 10, 9 and 10, and we've always taken that scripture and we've applied it to being saved. What do we do when we lead someone, if you've ever been in church long enough and you've, you've been a Christian long enough and you've ever led someone to the Lord, you lead them to salvation by, you say a prayer with them and they believe in their heart. Do you believe that Jesus Christ has died to save your sins? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Okay, now confess your sins. We, we tell them to use their mouth right. and we tell them to speak out loud and to say a prayer out loud. We, we walk them through exactly what Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, how to get saved, and then we stop right there. And we think that scripture only applies to our eternal soul. Yeah. But Jesus wants more than just our eternal soul. Jesus wants us to have an abundant life while we're here on this earth. Eternity is important because we're going to live with God forever. When we right. die, we're going <laughs> to go into heaven and it's going to be wonderful. All this pain of the earth and crying and all of the things that we face on the earth will be no more. There's no sickness. There's no mourning. There's no death in heaven. It's going to be wonderful. But what about right now? Mm -hmm. What about what I'm facing right now? I, it's great, you know, that... I'm going to go to heaven one day after I've lived a wonderful long life, but what about what I need today? Yeah. Right now, in my body now. Romans 10, 9 and 10 is for that right there. It's the same way we got saved. It's the same way that we receive everything else. And if eternal salvation and having a, a relationship with God, that's like the most important thing we could ever do. And we never have issues believing God for that. Yeah. We just get up out of, if it was an altar or wherever it was, we prayed as soon as we're done praying. We just like, oh my goodness, I'm, you know, I, I'm saved. I feel so much better. I feel clean. I feel yeah. forgiven. And we just, we're so happy because we're like, yes, I'm a believer now, right? Right. But then we pray for God to heal us or for God to deliver that, that wayward child or for God to answer that need. And we get up and we walk away with our head hung going, well, I guess God didn't do it. <laughs> You know, you see what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. I've been there. Wait, why is the, it's, I think we're missing it, not in the believing part, but in the, we're missing it in the saying part. So we've got to realize that faith has to be released in words through 
our mouth. And the same way we got saved is the same way we receive every single other prayer need that we have that we place before the Lord. If you believe in your heart that the words that you say will come to pass, that's what Jesus closes the verse with. If you believe in your heart that the words you say, they will come to pass. Right. Just believe in your heart that the words you say. What are you saying? What are we saying? What did Jesus say that we would have? He said we would have whatever we believe we say we will have it. Not whatever we believe. If you believe in your heart, you will have whatever you say. I'm getting tongue-tied myself. It will have whatever we say. When it lines up to God's word. Yes. Not just like some crazy self, you know, self-belief of what you think should happen. But if it lines up with God's word, when you speak it, and you believe it, it will happen. Yes, absolutely. Because some people, I think, get confused. Like, well, I wanted this. This was a desire of my heart. And you're like, well, back up. Was that God's will? <laughs> you know, not not everything that you want is what God's will is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm we're we're not we're not teaching you know magic here. That's, right. That's, that's what that's what that's I was Satan's saying. Satan's kingdom. We're not going around saying that if you believe that you can just speak a chair into existence, <laughs> right? It's going to appear. <laughs> that's um that's satanic and we're not we're not doing magic, okay? This is this is it goes back to what I said. This is coming into agreement and right. into alignment with God. You're either agreeing with Satan right. or you're agreeing with God. And you've got to know the word to be able to agree with God. You've got to back that up, which uh, which I'll get to that in, in just a little bit. We'll, we'll talk about that as well. Um, we can't say this. If I believe strongly enough for something, it will come to pass. But then keep talking unbelief. Yeah, That's what gets us. If you speak negative words after praying and asking God for something, then you actually abort your answer. You actually abort your miracle and we are professionals oh we are professionals at speaking doubt and unbelief we seem to believe the devil more than we believe god isn't that crazy we believe satan more than we believe god because the stuff is in our in our face because the pain is so strong in my body because the relationship just got worse Mm -hmm. because fill in the blank the circumstances, like I said, they're always screaming very loudly at us. And so we tend to believe what we see instead yeah. of believing God's word and taking him at his word. Second uh, Corinthians 4 and 13 says, It is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have the same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. What are you saying? I'm coming back to that. What is coming out of your mouth? Listen to this quote from Kenneth Hagin. If you're not satisfied with what you've got, check up on what you're saying. Because all that you have and all that you are today is the result of what you believed and said yesterday. Wow. What did you say yesterday? (laughs) What negativity came out of our mouth? Oh, yeah. What did we speak against our children I mean, think about it. I mean, in moments of frustration, you know, as Dallas loves to call, our pastor Dallas likes to say, little Johnny, right? If little Johnny got in trouble and got on your nerves and you called him a brat yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, out of frustration and anger, and you you, you fell prey to, to that weak moment of, of you know, and the feelings of frustration, and the enemy got in there, and boom, right out of your mouth, and you little brat. I mean, you, you, you see how people can, oh, yeah. or, or you, you, over your husband, you got mad and you called him a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> or, I, you know, 
Holly's being transparent here. It's <laughs> we're talking about real life. Here. Oh yeah. What did we say yesterday? What did we speak over ourselves? You're facing a terminal illness and the devil has beat you up and you feel the pain in your body. What came out of your mouth? Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you come into agreement with God? Did you speak words of doubt? Psalm 6-2 says, There are snared, thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Wow, we're snared. Our words of doubt and unbelief, our negative words abort the miracle of God before we ever see it. That's crazy. It's not that we don't have a faith thing. I believe with all of our heart. Many of us ask God and pray for things and we absolutely believed in our heart that it was ours, but we didn't realize that three days later we were speaking the word if. Well, if. That's doubt. If you say if, you 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 just lined up with Satan. It's not an if thing. It's a it's already done thing. Yeah. So uh, here's another quote. You said you could not. And the moment you said it, you were whipped. You said you did not have faith and doubt rose up like a giant and bound you. You were imprisoned with your own words. You talked failure and failure held you in bondage. Folks, we have got to watch what comes out of our mouth. Yeah. We've got to we got to make our confessions. We got to start speaking life over ourselves, over our bodies, over our fi- mm. our finances, over our children, over our marriage. I speak life downside. We speak life over our plants and our landscaping. We speak life over that stuff because we realize how powerful it is. Yeah. Um, Haley, here to give you a couple of stories, was having asthma attacks. And she'd wake up in the middle of the night just gasping for air, choking. And it would, it, we would, you know, go running in a room. We'd hear it, and, and she's one night she, she couldn't breathe. And so I uh, had taken her to the doctor. The doctor gave her an inhaler, and she was carrying the inhaler around with her. And she, but she was still waking up with these attacks in the middle of the night where she just absolutely couldn't breathe and couldn't catch her breath. And Dallas and I, had, we had been growing in our faith and learning about faith. And we, we um, got to the place where we were like, this is enough. This is yeah. ridiculous. So one night she woke up with another one of these attacks. And um, we went in there and, I mean, just with Dallas with this righteous indignation, just uh-huh. rebukes the devil, saying, I've had enough. You get out of her body in the name of Jesus. We will not put up with this. And um, and so we had we had prayer over her. We rebuked, because all sickness, I've already talked about this in podcast past, all sicknesses of the devil. Mm-hmm. You can see that in Acts 10, that Jesus went about healing all who were sick and who were oppressed of the devil. If right. you're dealing with sickness in your body, it is from Satan. It is his kingdom. It is not God's kingdom. It is right. oppression from the enemy. So we were rebuked the enemy. We commanded him to leave their body. And then we spoke and I, we both said, you will, I think, I can't remember if it was me or Dallas, you will never have another asthma attack again. Lay down and go to sleep. That's it. It's over with. You'll never have an asthma attack again. Take that uh, inhaler out of your book bag. Let's throw it away. You don't need it. You're never having another attack again. And you know what? She's never had another attack again. That's awesome. Never. That's amazing. Caitlin got really sick with fever, vomiting, and, and you know, uh, it was super sick one night. And um, she was really ill, and um, we did the same thing with her. Um, we just went, we went in, we laid hands on her, we prayed for her, and commanded the enemy, to the, the sickness, to flee out of her body. And I, we spoke this out loud and told her, I said, go back to bed. Just go back to bed, lay down. You've been prayed for. You are healed. We receive your healing now. 
God has healed you. Go upstairs, go back to bed, lay down, and um, and when you wake up, you'll be just fine. Yeah, it'll be done. She went to bed. She woke up after sleeping it off for a few hours, and when she woke up, she was fine. She wasn't sick anymore. No vomiting, no fever, nothing. Right. It was all gone. Whatever that that was it was completely gone, and she was well. So these are just a couple of, of examples of speaking what lines up with God's right. word. Um, I want to tell my dad's story as well of healing. Uh, this has been super recent. The girl stories happened several years ago, those, but this just happened over this past Thanksgiving uh, yeah. holiday. My my mom called me uh, before Thanksgiving and said that dad had had some tests done and the doctors called with bad news and she was just gravely upset that he has cancer. So we got the uh, the word that he has cancer and that they were going to bring him back in for um, some some more testing and that they wanted to do a colonoscopy on him. And <clears throat> so anyway, to, to, to make a long story short, um, you know, I, I told my mom on the phone that day, I said, listen, I said, we're going to pray. Say We are not taking this word. We're not receiving yeah. this word. My dad has promised a minimum of 70 years, according to the Bible. He honored his father and his mother. So the Bible promises that he will have uh, a long life, and it will go well with him. So he's not going anywhere. He's not going to die. He's not being yeah. taken away from this earth. He honors father, his father and his mother. And having cancer is not something that goes well with someone. So he is, and I know he honored his parents. He was very good. Very, uh, He always honored his mom and his dad. He followed that commandment. So he had those promises. And, and so I told my mom, I went through several scriptures and I talked about many of the healing scriptures. And I said, now, listen, I said, we're going to pray. We're going to believe God. And then nobody's going to speak a word of doubt. No one's going to say a negative word. He's fine. Right. We don't receive this report from the doctor. He's going to go in for that colonoscopy. He's going to come out with a good report and there's going to be no cancer. And so I went through and I mean, I was just adamant. And so I started sending them, you know, devotionals mm -hmm. like on healing. Read these every day. Stay in the faith. Don't speak doubt. Don't speak doubt. I called my sister. Do not speak doubt. Do not speak and pronounce death over he is healed. Yeah. We receive it. We had a praise party. We had prayer with my dad over the phone. We were praising God and we had so much peace. Me and Dallas and Aaron uh, were on the phone praying with my dad over the phone. And uh, and I'm telling you, we just were just praising God, shouting and thanking God because I knew God heard our prayer. He answered our prayer. It was a done deal. And my dad went from, you know, being upset and down and crying all day to being completely at peace. And, and yeah. I said, Dad, how do you feel? He said, I feel pretty good. We went on from that point after we prayed. Everybody was, nobody talked about it. We, nobody was crying. I told my mom, I said, we don't have, why are we crying? There's nothing to cry about. He's healed. We don't need to cry. Yeah. If we believe God, we're not even going to be sad. We were rejoicing and we had such a peace. We knew that we knew that we knew all of us, me, my, my Dallas, even my kids, Haley, all of the children believed this. My mom believed it. My dad believed it. We knew that we knew. It's a done deal. God yeah. has healed. So we went in for Thanksgiving, and um, Dad went back for his for his um, his appoint his colonoscopy testing. And um, my sister and the girls and and my mom, we all like made us a little table out of the benches in the lobby area, and we had cards. And the whole time he's back there having this procedure done, we're just playing cards, laughing. Yeah, we were having a party, having a good old time because we just knew. It's done. I knew what was gonna. I knew what the report was gonna be. Right. They were gonna come out and say there's nothing there. And guess what? God did. Mm -hmm. They came out and they said there's nothing there. 
the colonoscopy lined up with what we said. If we would just believe and if we would just speak words that lined up with God's yeah. word, we would get results every time. We